it completely changed my life. Eventually that evolved from, here's what I'm trying to do, how can you help me God, to, oh, what would you like me to do? And that's when my life really changed. Stay tuned to learn how Margaret Agard allowed God to take her to-do list away from her and how that changed her life. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Welcome to Positively Joy. Are you living life but feel like something's missing? You've come to the right place. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and here we discover the true meaning of joy and learn that it's not just a feeling, it's faith. Jesus says in the Gospel of John chapter 15 that we can be filled with the only joy that will complete us simply by abiding in the Father's love and doing His will. This season, we will explore finding joy by walking with God in our everyday lives. Stay with us and hear other stories as they too have walked this path of discovery. Author Margaret Agard started relying on God in a very simple way. She had a to-do list and she wanted him to help her with it. Over the years, she has relied on him through listening and obeying his word. I think you'll enjoy the practical tips Margaret has for you on today's episode. Margaret, hi. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I can't wait to dive into your series of books and your message. Thank you, Eva. I've been looking forward to this. Well, I'm really happy you're here, and I want to get into how you created your series of In His Footsteps books and how you are doing basically a lot of what we try to talk about on the show, and that is you are seeing God in the everyday. And I think that that is such an important message. Most people, I think, have a real hard time figuring out how to do that. So tell us a little bit about yourself how you got this message, and how you found time to write the books, because you were a pretty busy lady. It's interesting because they came from this whole conversation with God. And it started when I was overwhelmed. People will say to me, oh, I can't do that. I have too much to do. It's like, no, no. That's why I started doing it, because I had too much to do. At the time I started, I was a single mom, and I had eight children. Six were you know, at home and they, they were in high school and college. I, I was the sole financial support. I had no other money coming in, but what I brought in and I was working as a computer consultant and I had decided I had one year left to finish my bachelor's and I was going to finish it. And so every, all of those things, being a single mom, having to bring in enough money to support a family of seven or eight and um, finishing my college degree full-time was a full-time job. So you know how they say, well, make lists and prioritize. It was all priority. I was like getting maybe four hours sleep a night. I was waking up just ah, uh, in the middle of the night. And so I started going to God. And, and when it first started, the way I went was, here's this list. I, I don't even know where to start. 
and would just wait for that quiet thought as I look at the list and think, okay, I need to do this. I need to do this. This can wait. Um, and then as I was doing that, often a thought would come, I should call so-and-so. So I put that down. And then I only did what was on that list. And I was finished every night by eight. I could just relax. Uh, I kept up with everything. I don't know how God does that, but he will fill in the gaps for you. Mm-hmm. And I, and it completely changed my life. Eventually that evolved from, here's what I'm trying to do. How can you help me, God? To, oh, what would you like me to do? And that's when my life really changed. And one of it was to write my life on the internet. And I was like, this was back before blogs were popular. I thought, I don't even have a clue. And I got onto a diary site and started writing. And then after a couple of years of that, he said, I want you to take those writings and make a book. And that's that's how it evolved. It was, I, I got a completely different life than I thought I was going to have. And one, I love much more than the life I thought I was going to have. It's so and so beautiful. Yeah. You have, so you're the author of three books. Uh, one is has been just released. One is coming soon. But in his footsteps, I gave my to-do list to God and got more done, more sleep, and less stress. Isn't that what we all want? So that yeah. was your first book. And I want to talk to you about that book in a minute. And then you, uh, you just released In His Footsteps, Missions, We Sold All We Had and Followed as God Created Miracles and New Hearts. And then the one that's coming is In His Footsteps, Love Becoming One with Parker. The Positively Joy podcast is a member of the Spark Media Network and can be heard on the Edify app. You know, it's pledge season on some public radio networks. We don't do that here, but we can't exist without your support. Join my friend SP in becoming a Patreon monthly giver. You can give as little as $5 and receive some great benefits. Go to PositivelyJoy.com and click support. So... I want to go back to the first book. So I think that everybody, everybody can see us in that title. It's a great title because we all have a to-do list. We all want to get more done. We all need more sleep and less stress. What was on that to-do list that you gave to God? What were the kind of things that you said, look, you take care of it. And he added new and different things onto that list. But what was the original list like? Oh, I mean, the the first time it was seriously like, okay, I have to get this um, math paper written. I have to um, get some reports to a client. I have to do some billings. I would think, why aren't my clients paying me? I thought, well, probably because I didn't give an invoice. And then I would be thinking, okay, how my son has to get to a job and I have another daughter. She needs to help. I need to help her fill out her applications for college um, I got to get the dishes done. Don't forget the laundry like that. Right. And yeah. I mean, this, this was like, and <laughs> it, it was, you know, sometimes it would be, okay, I study for this test. I walk in and there's a note on the door. Um, the professor was sick. So the test has been postponed, things like that. And I would think God knows that stuff is coming. Right. So I could trust him to say, you don't have to do that now. You mm-hmm. can do something else. And he he did fill in and I, things that didn't need to get done. Did, I 
I didn't get, I didn't need to worry about it. I don't know about you, but I keep adding projects. Oh yeah. Add projects. Yes. And so for him, it was often like, don't, don't add that project. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Um, so, so I'll give you an example, perfect example of why it resonates with me. So my church is doing 21 days of prayer and fasting. And this first week was my week to fast from TV. I love to watch TV. Takes up probably more time than I should. But it's a way to, to kind of relax, right? So I said, okay, no TV. I'll use this time to be with God. So yes, in a way that happened. But what did I do? I added more faith-based projects. Because I my mind is, you know, moving around. Uh-huh. And and it's positive. He probably gave me some of those. But I mean, I, I wasn't as... I wasn't as quiet and still as I had hoped to be because I had I had this time back in yes. my life not watching TV and I filled it with stuff and where you know what I'm saying so we do that yes. don't we we tend to just we fill in the gaps when we should let him fill in the gaps I I was what was I watching there was someone who had made a photo album for her grandkids oh I should do that yeah I definitely should do that and then God's like no, you definitely should not do that. You have other things that are going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the kind of thing, like you said, you just keep adding. So to let him take it away, I, my big concern was he would forget I had to get the dishes done. Like, oh, he's living up in heaven. He doesn't really know um, what life, like you know, he's forgotten. Um, but he, it all gets done. But what I learned was a couple of things. He will fill in the gaps. And second, he really does know. I had an uh, a business where we sold product over the internet. We sold that business. It was good. It was called um, the Amazing Bible Timeline with World History. Big circular chart, starts with Adam, comes around to Christ, on up, has all Bible and world history together. We sold a ton of those. And we would ship, you know, Monday through Friday. And Monday was our biggest day because we had orders from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So almost half a week. And one Monday I got up and it was, don't don't ship. And I thought, oh no, you're wrong about this one, I can tell you. <laughs> Shipping has to get done because we promise, right? And I didn't really pay that much attention to the calendar. Anyway, it turned out to be President's Day, so the post office was closed. So (laughs) (laughs) he said, don't worry about the shipping, and I should have paid attention. Yeah. So how do you become attuned to this? I mean, I got to tell you, Margaret, I I feel like, you know, we are sisters in Christ because there's a lot of what I think you've been able to accomplish that I'm still working on. So I talk about I talk about talking to God and more importantly hearing from him in the book that I just wrote. How did you become attuned to be able to listen to him and recognize that he was actually trying to tell you something? Because I think that's something that we that a lot of people struggle with, including myself. I'm still working on it. It is. And um I I think I still question it sometimes. So I had a I have a few markers and one is it's, it's a good thought and it keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. I'll blow it off. Yeah. Not that. And then it comes back again. I get, nah. you know, the story I tell is I, when I, I actually went to him in my early twenties and said, I don't know when you're talking to me and I would like to really know when it's you. And I don't even know if you can teach me to know since I don't know. <laughs> so, um, 
And so I was making a big pie of chili one day and it kept getting bigger and bigger. And the thought came, it was Monday, invite these, this family to dinner. And I thought, I just invited them to dinner Friday. I'm not going to invite them. Monday, that's weird. And the thought came again as I'm making it, invite this family to dinner. And I blew it off again. And then the third time I said, you know, Monday night, we've set aside for just our family and we talk about gospel principles. My children were little at the time. And so, um, no. And then I had this thought, invite them to stay for that little lesson you're doing. So I did it. And I called them up, I invited them, and they came to dinner. And then we had our little lesson, which was actually on tithing. And they said, oh, we've been trying to pay our tithing. And we had missed for a while. And we had a big check come in and we had just enough to catch up our tithing or buy food or maybe split it. And so they said, we thought about it a lot. We went to church on Sunday and we just paid the tithing. And by the end of the day, they said, we had invitations to dinner every night of the week, except Monday. <laughs> oh my, I'm and, getting chills. Yeah. And so that's that's how that's how I learned. It was oh, he he will speak to me more than once. It's a very quiet voice. It took mm-hmm. me a while to discern the difference between just me talking to me mm-hmm. and his voice. Often when I'm praying about something, I'll start to write in a journal, which I think is important. I'm reading scriptures, and as I write, I'll think, oh wait a minute, this has flipped from me writing to God speaking to me through my writing. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I've noticed is he will use words I know, but that I don't use a lot. And he's very concise. I don't know how he is with you, but he's concise. And he's Margaret, I got to tell you, you're blowing my mind here. Because, yes, there's, I'm, yes, I have something to tell you, but go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, good. So I'll finish this little story. (laughs) We were going up to Alaska for in our second book where I'm talking about our missions. We're actually going to Alaska, which I did not want to go to Alaska, dark, cold, grizzly bears. And, but as we're getting ready to go, I said, I think we're prepared. What else do we need? And the answer came, the thought, take a brisk walk every day. Now I know the word brisk. I know what it means. I never, ever use the word brisk. Mm -hmm. And that's very clear, isn't it? It's not jog. And yes. it's not get out and stroll and smell the roses. And we all know brisk walk. We're pretty clear what that means. Mm-hmm. That That's the kind of thoughts I have. That's mm-hmm. how you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, so with me, he will tell me. And the biggest one is the name of the show. And I hate to be repetitive. Listeners have heard this, but the name of the show is not grammatically correct. And I'm a journalist and I also teach grammar. So. When the name came positively joy, that's not grammatically correct. And I wouldn't, it's something I would never yes. use, right? Yes. Exactly. But it, but that was clearly what came to me. It, at first, and I'll be honest, at first I decided to name the show Finding Joy or Seeking Joy or something like that. And then I realized that there was way too many of those already podcasts named that, you know. And then positively joy came. And I was like, well, no, it should be positively joyous. That is oh. the correct the correct yes, way exactly. to say it, but that's not what he said. And so I so I I jumped into it and used it, and it's just it's a funny little lesson. It you know it reminds me that yes, he does speak to us, and we just need yes. to listen. Yeah, but I like how you have determined when he's speaking to you. I, I like the fact that you're hearing it more than once, even if you push it away. 
Um, obviously, prayer, scripture reading, and journaling. I'm big fans of that. So, um, yeah, definitely big. Yes. Really, really appreciate what what you did to get to where you are. And I think, you know, I share this story. It keeps popping into my head. So I'm going to go ahead and share it. Mm-hmm. I, I call it the manure story and it's in the book. It's on my website. Um, and like you, in his footsteps, that was not what I was calling my books. I think it was calling something about following the master or something. And then it was go get the website in his footsteps. I'm like, yeah, like that's going to be available. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I did get it. So but manure, the manure story is my husband helps people a lot. And he had a 2,000 square foot greenhouse and he wanted a bunch of manure. At this point, we lived in California near Yosemite, kept trying to get the Yosemite haulers because they have all these, you know, mules and horses to bring their manure, but they wouldn't because they were too far away. And, um, but he found a place where he could get manure and it would take him half a day to load up a pickup truck and bring it back. But people kept asking him for help. And that all, I would be like, do you really have to help them? But they did. They'd be like someone who you know, had an old beater car and it broke down. They had to get to work. So he'd spend all night and it working again, things like that. And this one day, he was over helping a new mother home from the hospital. Her well had gone out and they didn't have money to call a well man. So he went over and, you know, and they, had, they had a baby and they had to get that well going. That was the kind of thing he was doing. And while he was gone, the Yosemite haulers called. They never called. He'd, he'd been trying for five years and said they had a load. Could we take it? And I was, yes. And when they came, I'm telling you that it was huge. It was like two tractor trailers. And they <laughs> dumped this thing. And we lived in the country, fortunately, in our front yard. Now, I have. it, it was a mountain, a mountain of manure. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, there are not a lot of men who would be happy to come home and see a mountain of manure in their front yard. But my husband was very happy. And that's the thing about God. He 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 blesses us with our individual blessings. And, and he filled in that gap. That's what I mean when I say he will fill in the gap. It's so surprising. Like, wow, I didn't expect that. But yeah. So, Margaret, you, I mean, you mentioned earlier that you were a single mom of eight children, six still at home. You were working. I know it, I know at one point you had two jobs or you were working and going to school. Yes. Um, and that, I mean, that alone will crush a lot of people. Before you, even before you learned to give the list over to him, he was helping you just survive. I mean, I'm sure yes. of that. Um, was there ever any time, any time in your life at that time when you just felt, you know, this incredible love of the father? Can you think of a time that really, you know, I, it was, it happened after that, but I, I, because mainly at that point, I was looking at everything that went wrong Mm -hmm. and he had to teach me how to look at what was going right. Mm -hmm. And our, my financial life just flipped when I started gratitude. Now I know people will start their gratitude and it's like, I write five things every night or something, but the task he gave me was to write an actual letter every night to someone for six months. And I'm telling you, I was reaching like, dear Miss Gratley, thank you for being my first grade teacher. 
that kind of thing. <laughs> but at the end of the six months, I just totally saw his love everywhere and how much help I was being given. And I've never worried about money again. And it just, and if I, something starts to happen where I start to think I'm going to start to worry, I immediately go into physical and concrete gratitude where I write letters or I send emails to websites and thank them. Yeah. And you know what it takes to have a website. So to get a thank you letter from someone for their website, it's just great. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And then your life changed even again. You were working uh, in the tech industry and you went to mission life. So tell us a little bit about that. And the way this happened is I I remember I, I didn't want to get married again after my first marriage ended. And because I had the last two children in high school were young were boys. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yes, stepdads, teenage boys, not, not good. <laughs> so I can remember, and I remember it was President's Day in February. I had this President's thought. President's Day is an important day for you. Apparently you it is. <laughs> um, and God was, um, you're going to meet the man you're going to marry in the fall. And I thought, um, don't want to do that. <laughs> Have to rethink that. And and I actually did meet the man. We didn't get married in the fall, but I met him in the fall. And our commitment for both of us was to serve missions. And he was older than I am. So I was able to retire. And that was what we did. We Our plan all along was just to spend a few years just going out serving and helping. And you know what it does? It takes that Here's my to-do list. And then that went from, can you help me with all this stuff I have to do, to what do you want me to do, God, to what do you want me to do, God, 24-7? That's that's what a mission was like. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, it's hard because no one likes to be micromanaged and, you know, most of us don't like to be. And but God doesn't really, but he does in a sense. He doesn't in the sense that he'll give you big projects that you can just work on. At the same time, he's he's letting you know who needs help on a daily basis that you wouldn't think about needing help. It really does come down to individuals. Does that make sense? No, it does. Absolutely. And when you say it's hard, um, can it be physically hard as well? I think it's physically hard, but for me, it, yeah, because sometimes I'm tired. Once I was canning tomatoes and my my whole life, especially with all those kids and, you know, you're up half the time nursing babies pregnant, then they get to be teenagers. Where are they? What are they doing? Um, and so I, I, I'm, my goal in life is to get enough sleep. That's how I feel. And mm-hmm. so I can remember I was canning tomatoes one day and the thought came, I need you to run into town at five o'clock. And I thought, but first I thought it was me until it came the third time. I thought, oh, oh, this is you, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had to set aside the canning tomatoes. I run into town. I see this person walking along the freeway. I give him a ride because that's what I felt like. That's why I was there. I was this 20-year-old guy who'd been walking. He'd, he'd walked 20 miles that day, never gotten a ride. It was so hot. And, so and, where, and where was this? Where was this? This is when we were in West Virginia. Mm. I'm in West Virginia. Yeah. And so as I'm doing this, and, and we always live out of town. So it was 20 miles to mm-hmm. the to the we're out to town. 
And so I gave him a ride 20 miles. And as I'm dropping him off, I felt the spirit say to me, give him 20 bucks. And I thought, hmm, I never, but it was like, look, you have 20 bucks, give him 20 bucks. So Mm -hmm. I gave him the $20. And as he got out, as I pulled away, I felt the spirit say to me, see how much I love that young man. Mm-hmm. And so I went home and then I had to finish canning the tomatoes. Now I get home till I don't get to bed till after 11. And I'm like, could you have sent someone else? Cause you know what? I'm tired. <laughs> and I, the first answer I got from him was, but didn't you feel my love? Didn't you feel blessed? And I thought I did, but could you have sent someone else? <laughs> he must, there must've been hundreds of cars past that kid. And so I, I remember Years later, I was still thinking about it. And I just said to him, I hope this doesn't come across as prideful. So I still don't understand why it had to be me. So many people live along that freeway. And he said, because I knew I could trust you to go. Hmm. So this is why my book, because I'm selfish. What if a thousand people along that freeway would get up every day and say, what do you want me to do, God? And he could have asked someone else to go. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't canning tomatoes and <laughs> didn't want to go to bed. <laughs> um, wow. I know that sounds selfish, but I do like it. It, it. He's never said, I want you to be Mother Teresa, go off to India. It's always helping one person at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't sound prideful. It sounds human and we're human and he knows that. Um, and, and, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned wondering if he'll, if he'll realize how important it is to get the dishes washed. And when you said that, I didn't say it at the time, but when you said that, I was thinking, but yes, he knows. I mean, maybe Jesus didn't wash dishes because that was a different time period and women did that. But he knows that that has to be done. I mean, he, yeah. you know, his son lived a human life. So I was thinking that when you said that. So, um, I mean, the the humanness of us, the humanity of us, I don't think gets lost with him at all. No. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So these books are available uh, in, in in most places, right? And tell us about the yes. new one. That's and when is it going to be released? The new one? Well, I'm hoping next fall. Um, <clears throat> I thought I thought it'd be finished last year, and Heavenly Father was pretty much. This year is going to be so busy. Don't even think about it. But mm-hmm. uh, things have cleared up, and it. I had thought of it as like a diamond. There's facets, right? Right. So the first book, this is my relationship with God. And the second book was, this is when we turn it all over to God. And the third one was, here's this marriage that he he clearly planned for me and said, you're going to meet this man in the fall. You're going to get married. And I'm thinking match made in heaven. That should be great, right? Well, <laughs> he, um, he, you know, he's the son of an abusive alcoholic father mm-hmm. and there are issues. And a few months into that marriage, I thought, this this is not looking good, God. This is, and we don't have children together. Maybe I should just walk away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then I said, if I'm supposed to stay, I need some kind of promise to hold on to. A scripture. I was looking for a scripture. Yeah. And instead, I had this thought, all will be made whole as a result of this marriage. In the Bible, when Christ uses the word that is interpreted today as whole, it is a Greek term that refers to spiritual and emotional healing, not Mm -hmm. just physical. 
And he says that to the woman with the issue of blood, Mm -hmm. thy faith hath made thee whole, and he's using that word. And when the 10th leper comes back, the rest, he says, you know, you're healed, go to the priest. And we know he's talking about physical healing. And the one comes back in gratitude. And he says to him, thy faith hath made thee whole, using that same word. And I understood that word. And I I knew it meant myself, my children who had suffered through a first marriage, and my husband and his children and the the traumas and problems they'd all suffered, that this said to me, stay here, figure this out, I'll be with you, and it will be a healing for everybody, a spiritual and emotional healing. So that's really what the book is about, how we went through that process and what came out of it as a result. Well, on your website, um, there was uh, one person who said that she'd read the first two books several times and couldn't wait to read the third. And so I know uh, I know she's looking forward to that. And I know that um, many people will be very, very happy when uh, when this next one comes out which is love, love, colon, becoming one with Parker. And Parker is your, your new, your new love. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so let us know how people can find you. What's the best place to find you? And are you on social media? So in his footsteps.com is the website. I have links on there. So, you know, I, I try having their footsteps in anything and everything. So Instagram is in his footsteps, books, um, mm-hmm. Facebook, I have an In His Footsteps page, I think it's called. And so, and of course, the books are on Amazon and they can be ordered in most bookstores. They aren't always in them. And of course, the website will give you links to all those. So, and I have a newsletter to tell you, I am lazy. So people are like, I don't know. Then I'll start getting all these emails. No, you will get one from me a month, usually Mm -hmm. a story. And when the books are coming out again. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Well, this has been delightful. Thank you so much. Again, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, so much of your message and so much of what you're doing, I mean, I, I applaud. Uh, it's, I think it's very similar message to the general idea of what I try to communicate to try to see God in the everyday. One thing that, you know, one thing that you, that you said that reminded me of one of the chapters in my book is the day when God redirected me. I was, I was going to a prayer breakfast and had something to do after that. And I, I left something at home, which I don't know how that happened. Cause I literally had everything ready to go. Yes. And it wasn't in the car. I'm like, how could I have forgotten that? And yes. over, and so what I, so I went back and, and what I realized was I, I needed to go to the post office to mail a letter to someone that I had forgotten to do. And that's, uh. That's all he wanted me to do. He wanted me to go to the post office and get oh, that letter mailed. Get that done. That's yeah. perfect. That's yeah, yeah, perfect. yeah. So, your book again? Oh, so the, the the devotion. It's a devotional, whispering in his yes. ear. Whispering in his ear. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. A, that's a daily devotional. Book. It is that is, how it works? So it it's pretty much a month devotional. There's 15 lessons with some exercises. So each each chapter is spread over two days. Which is and and you get some people may do it faster than that, but it's it's a pretty much a month of life lessons, scripture, and exercises. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. 
But yeah, but again, a lot of that, see, just seeing God all, all around us in the everyday and you basically creating what I think most people would consider the most everyday thing there could be a to-do list and giving it yes. to him. So I appreciate that so much. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Yvette. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Margaret. Well, thank you so much. I can't wait to to see the new book. Everyone go to InHisFootsteps.com and check out her other two books. Get them. And um, I know that you will be blessed and rewarded in the wonderful stories that she tells. Thanks so much, Margaret. Okay. Thank you for listening to Positively Joy. Please leave us a review and a ranking wherever you are listening. Special thanks to music composer Morel Sanders and to editor Susan Marie. For more podcasts, go to thejam.online to listen to Journalists Advancing Ministry about journalists who have left media for the ministry. And go to amazon.com to read Whispering in His Ear, my book of devotions that include life lessons, prayers, and journal writing, along with multimedia songs and spoken word. For Positively Joy t-shirts and other merch, go to PositivelyJoy.com and click shop.